Welcome to the desert of the real. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. Good morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson, your host. To realize that liars do not fear the truth if there are enough liars. That the devil is just one man with a plan, but evil. True evil is a collaboration of men. And it is March the 2nd, 2022. Right now, the world around us is in a complete upheaval. Some of us, and I am going to admit right along with anybody else, I, we really don't know what's going on. We do know that uh, there's a war brewing one that could have lasting implications. Well, actually, I shouldn't even say brewing. It's here. But one that should will have lasting implications on us for the foreseeable future as we get ourselves deeper and deeper into it with one of the weakest government systems and government uh, inhabitants that we've ever had here in the United States. Weaker than the world has ever seen. The uh, matrix is definitely upon us. You feel it when you go and turn on the news. You feel it when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. There's more truth to that fictional account of a movie than we dare even Imagine Now, those of you that have not seen the uh, Matrix or any of the movies, I saw the first one. I didn't see any of the other ones. And, you know, it's one of those you can watch it once and, you know, let it go. But when you really look at the world around you, you hear some of the things that they talk about, uh, you know, outside of the really far out and fanciful things, there's some truth to it. The world's being pulled around our eyes. The wool has been pulled around our eyes. And, you know, we don't know. I, I've uh, I've talked to Mike over at uh, World Upside Down, Turned Upside Down, and uh, we, we've both come to the same conclusion. We, we're, it's confusing. 
I'm here to remove confusion and uh, expose confusion. And I'm going to do the best I can today with what little bit I have. Now, things come at you right now, again, like drinking from a fire hose off of a hydrant. You can't do it. You just drowned. And, uh, but I've, I've found a couple of sources that uh, make sense. We're going to talk a little bit about the State of the Union. I didn't watch it. Shame on me as a, as a host of a show that tries to bring you both Bible and news. But I didn't really uh, want to. I got to tell you, I saw clips, and I, I'll, I've got a, I've got a little bit of commentary from our friends down under about that coming in a while. But I will say this: uh, now, I don't, over the years, I have looked at news reports from a, a news agency that we know as RT, Russia, I think it's Russian Times or Russia Today. And it's Russian, but it's in English. You know, it's an English version of Russian news. Now, what are you going to get when you, you know, watch that or listen to it, however the case may be? You're going to get their slant for the most part on it. They're, you're not going to get anti-Putin rhetoric or any of the other uh, generals or anything. It's going to be pretty much, you know, you're going to get what you get. Well, you can't get it anymore. I, I was on my cable provider, and I I block out a lot of channels that I, I don't know. You know there's, you know, a thousand channels on DirecTV, and I block out all the ones that I don't care about, shopping network and this one and that one. I do leave things like MSNBC and CNN on there because every once in a while you do need a dose of humor because most of what they project has got to be uh, satire of some sort because they really don't tell you the news. I'm being satirical myself. They believe they are very strong advocates of mainstream media. And they are because most of mainstream media is flying falsehoods like crazy right now. Uh, and that includes the Fox. There's still a few on there that I'll, I'll give time to. Uh, and I'll listen to the, what they have to say because, you know, they still have somewhat of a, uh, uh, correlation with me, I guess would be a one way to put it. But uh, RT, uh, Russian Times or Russia Today, was on the uh, direct TV lineup. And I thought, you know what? I have not watched it on there. So yesterday morning, I flipped it over and I, I keyed it in so I could look at it. And uh, they were doing uh, an interesting uh documentary type thing news news doc on latvia and a little to less known concentration camp the nazis concentration camp uh from world war ii known as i'm gonna really butcher this silas Spiel, i believe it was or silas bill and uh, uh they talked a lot about you know because latvia got gobbled by the russians after world war ii 
and they talked uh, to people you know that were around at the time that are still with us that lived through the uh that that concentration camp came out the other side many don't get that opportunity of course and uh they even talked to some of the russian or, or the latvian soldiers who were enlisted with the waffen ss of the german nazi army those were the bad guys the really you know killer types and you know, you got both sides of that. But for the most part, Latvia was fallen under the Nazi control, and they said the Nazis killed more people when they were there than Stalin and his Russians did when they took over. Uh, as we go a little bit further down, we find that, you know, Ukraine also was under Nazi control in, in World War II. I'm not saying they are now. But, uh, you know, there were quite a few of those concentration camps scattered around Ukraine, and it fell under the Russian USSR after World War II as well. Now, that's what they're trying to prevent now is to keep Ukraine from becoming part of Mother Russia. I said all that to say this. It was an interesting documentary. It was an interesting program. Uh, I've always been, uh, I don't want to use the word fascinated, but, uh, you know, you, you watch these things so that you don't allow them to happen again about concentration camps and such and the horrible things that these people did to humans. They looked at people of Jewish descent, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, anybody who dissented against the Nazi regime went to a camp or was just shot in the back of the head thrown in a big ditch. And it was interesting. That's all I'm going to say about that. I was watching it, and then we had to leave and go do some things around town. And um, when I came home, I figured, well, I'll flip that back on, see if there's anything happening. RT was gone. This channel is no longer available. Now, I, the only reason that's actually that was one of the reasons I, I tuned in in the first place was to see because I saw on the Fox that they were going to remove RT from any garnering any uh, 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 advertisement money on YouTube and also knock them off of all the cable programs or all, all the cable outlets. And, I, and that's the only reason I tuned in the first place, see if we still had it because I knew it was on there. And when I came back later that afternoon, it was gone. This that quick space of a couple hours, now, my problem here, and they also have one that's called Sputnik. Now, I've never seen it, but uh, it was equivalent to the uh, RT. And now, let me tell you something. Here's my problem with this. Okay, it's a Russian-run corporation. Um, they're going to give you the Russian slant on things. But you know something? I talk about this constantly. Critical thinking. The ability to parse things out, figure out what you can handle and if you can't handle it, don't watch it. If you think it's going to be able to sway you one way or the other and, and make you become anti-American by watching a Russian uh, television program, then don't do it. That's that's your you have that right. I won't even you know I'm not going to 
slam you or slander you. I mean, you know, we're talking in generalities here for watching it because that's your right. That is your responsibility. That is your decision. Do I want to or not? If you don't, don't. Fine, period, right? But nanny, the nanny state government has decided now you don't get the right to make those decisions, just like they did with Facebook. You know, if you can't keep scrolling, if you see something that offends you on Facebook, you know, like Hunter Biden's laptop or the multi-millions of dollars that he garnered from Ukraine, they took all those things away from Facebook. They stopped a nationally known, the oldest newspaper in the United States, the, the uh, New York Post, they cut them. So you couldn't post the New York Post um, articles about Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, I, when I hear these things, I want to make sure. So I actually tried to do it, and I couldn't. I remember that a year ago, or a year and a half or whatever now. You couldn't post it. It would go up and go. It'd be gone. Boop, gone. Uh, there was a couple other things I did. Got me three days in the old Facebook jail. Whoopee! Hey, I'm scared. I got a shiv in my shoe. Don't you come after me. But that's how they do it. They determine. They determine what you will ingest. Now, some stuff is probably a little bit propaganda-ish and dangerous if in the wrong hands. But those hands know what they can handle. Most people understand. They understand and they know what they can handle and they won't ingest it. I mean, if you think it's poison, stay away. Well, let's just look at it. Now, you know something? Here's, here's what I say about RT that's gone and Sputnik News, which is gone. Now, RT still has a YouTube presence. I looked at it before I came up here. But that could change before I go back downstairs. Are these reliable? Are they reliable? And like I said earlier, they are, of course, going to be slanted towards Russia. And Putin. Yes, they are. But are they reliable in other ways? Are they reliable in what you can pull in, pull out? Let me ask you this, Mr. Cable News or Cable uh, Provider, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, any of the others that are out there, is CNN reliable? Is MSNBC reliable, CNBC, or Fox? Now, you know, Fox, they've, they've, they've threatened over uh, the, the months here and there that they were, they were going to remove Fox from all these cable providers. I, they know they're not going to get away with that. There's, you know, still at least 75 million or so people who voted for Donald Trump that watch Fox. Some of those are probably closet CNN watchers as well. But here's the thing. Are they reliable? No, they're not. Not in the great scope of things. CNN purports, purports much untrue information. They bring on 
some of the most radical leftist socialist communists to be uh, uh, not hosts, but co-hosts or guests on their shows. That's what they do. Communists. Communists. We can throw rocks at, at Putin and his government all day long. We have communists and Marxists in our own. We also have idiots. We'll discuss idiots later. Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialist. Ilhan Omar, Marxist. Nancy Pelosi, Marxist. The Vice President, President, President of the United States. Socialist, Marxist, Communist. There's very little of but a frog's hair of difference between one and the other. Rashida Tlaib. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Cortez the killer. The killer of jobs. And will be the killer of people if she gets her Green New Deal through. When we try to run our hospitals and all the other things that are pretty much death traps anymore anyway, but they, they, they want to run everything on green energy, take away all the coal and everything else that's a natural gas that has given us energy for many, many, many decades. But now they want that gone. They want that stuff to go away and put up wind farms and solar power. Can you imagine your hospital being solar powered? Oh, it's a cloudy day. I guess we can't do that surgery. Uh, sorry, sorry, you had that car wreck on a rainy day when there's no sun. Of course, I know it doesn't work that way. There's batteries that store the power. But how much power? We saw what happened in Texas a year or so back when they had a, a freak ice storm that shut down part of Texas and killed many, many, many people because they relied on these green ideas. The windmills just went, and the power stopped, and people died. Communists that want to take down this nation from within, and we're worried about the boogeyman in Russia because he's marching across Ukraine. Okay, they're liberals, as well as taking out Fox, which, you know, if they do, one day they may. Uh, but, you know, Fox right now is carrying a lot of water for some things. They're they, they really trying to go after the uh, lesser-known uh, no, conservative news sources like Newsmax and OAN stands for One American News. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I couldn't hit the mute button on that one. <sighs> so what's next? Everything that they think that we can't... Man, live, I got something. <sighs> and see, that's how it happens. The devil doesn't like it when you talk about him. Uh, <laughs> what's What's next? Everything that they think 
you shouldn't watch, read, or listen to will disappear. You know, the Internet doesn't have to be taken down. We've heard this over and over. The Internet's going to go down. Parts of it will go down, all that and, and more. And uh, that's very possible it could happen. It's very possible. But as long as they can keep the disinformation crowd out there, they're not going to do it. All they got to do is take down the bits and pieces they don't like, the bits and pieces they don't want you to be able to access. If they can do that, they don't need to take the Internet down because then they own it. They can wipe out everything that they call mis- and disinformation. That's their new thing. Uh, we have to stop mis- and disinformation. You know, you won't get to choose anymore. They'll do it all for you. Isn't that nice? Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't it sound like something we've heard before? Oh, yeah, Russia, China, North Korea, Cuba. Every despotic government in the world has used their way or this way of controlling information. Now, where you want to get your information from should be up to you. Now, if it's totally uh, out there, then it shouldn't be around, maybe. I mean, I'm talking about things that tell you to go burn things down and all that. You know, we don't want that. We don't want violence. We don't want destruction. Uh, we don't want people to get themselves ramped up into that kind of rage, which causes them to go do it. Rage is not good. There's a, a ton of biblical uh, things, uh, scriptures that tell us about anger and what we should do with it, which is, or your temper. Here's what you should do with your temper is not lose it. And if you can't handle it, don't watch it. Don't look at the news at all. And I know people that have gone down that road all the way through the election. Oh my God. I'm just not going to watch anything. I'll watch, you know, reruns of old Westerns or, you know, soap operas or something. Well, that's fine. Do that. If you can't handle it, don't get involved. If you can't keep your blood pressure under control because Sean Hannity, shill, has told you something that you don't like, then don't watch it. That's your decision. Don't let the government tell you that you shouldn't watch the shill, Sean. When you say shill, what's that mean? That means he's just, he's a mouthpiece. I'm not going to be on his show anytime soon. He won't be on mine, so I can say what I want. And, you know, you can look that. Look, if you like him, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not going to, you know, condemn you because you watch Sean Hannity. But if you do, be careful. Let's look at what they've done recently with people. If you talk out at a school board, if you refused to accept the 2020 election as a fair election, which it was not, and is being proven. But yet you won't hear that out there in the mainstream media. You'll hear it through the, the back channels that places like Wisconsin. It's proven that they they stole the election. They lied. They, they, they pried uh, ballots out of dead people's hands and presented them as being, you know what I'm saying, legal. No way, folks. The uh, 
the guy that's looking into that, I think it's a special investigator or whatever they call those fellows, he says that Wisconsin should be decertified and recertified, and it would go to Trump. There's so many, and there's so many of the other ones, they just, you know, nope, nope, nothing here. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. The virus, the shots, the vaccine, in scare quotes. If you speak against it, you're a domestic terrorist. You're a purveyor of mis- and disinformation. Well, I have been for over a year or more on this platform anyway. And wherever I can get people, if you, you know something, if you've already taken the shot, I don't dislike you, okay? Don't get me wrong. If you've already taken the shot, I'm not even going to talk to you about it. It's too late. It's too late for me to give you the information about why you shouldn't take it. And as we go along, I, I, I would ask you at this point to look up on Brighteon. Um, it's like their YouTube. It's, a, it's an alternate, alternative YouTube presence called uh, Brighteon, Brighteon Videos. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Stu Peters did a good show on there. I watched it before it came up to the studio here. And uh, he hit on a lot of this stuff that's going on within those shots. For these people that have taken them, their immune, 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 <laughs> their immune system is being destroyed. And that came from a doctor by the name of Jane Ruby. You can look her up too, but she charges to listen to her, I think. You might be able to find some freebies here and there, but most of their stuff is behind paywalls. You won't have to pay for me as long as I can help it. Uh, and you know what? They have, they're they doctors. Good Lord. You know, pay them whatever you want to. It's five bucks a month or something. But uh, the, the evolution of the virus, if you talk about any of these things, you know, how it came to be, you know, how it uh, left Chapel Hill with four or $500,000 that Fauci, for, through his funneling, got to them, then went to uh, Peter Dazak up in, uh, I think it was New York Eco Health Alliance, over to Wuhan in China where they helped build the lab that released the devil. Also, you'll, you'll get deplatformed, you'll get uh, sanctioned, you'll get uh, probably thrown underneath the D.C. jail if you bring up the fact that in Ukraine we also had a plethora of biological, chemical, whatever, biological uh, laboratories funded by the United States. But you'll hear people say that's mis- and dis-information. There is no such thing. Well, I've got the documents. I I can't show them to you, but I can read them to you. You don't want to hear all that. I mean, it's, it's just there, folks. You can look it up. Again, you know, be careful what you fall for on the internet. It's not all true, but then it's all also not all false. How do we get around what's true and false? Well, we got to pray about it. I have been praying quite a bit about the people in Ukraine. Now, here's how I feel about it. Like any Christian, any good-natured even person, 
you really feel for the people that are caught in the battle, the, the, the civilians that are going to fight for their nation and die more than likely with no help really from the powers that be call themselves NATO. So what, where are we at with that? We'll get that in a minute. But anyway, let me go back, retrace and, and touch this thing. And I was going through here school boards. You speak out of the school board. You talk against the 2020 election, except to say that Joe Biden's my president, the virus, anything about the virus. Anybody that doesn't go along with what the government's plans and agendas are at this point in time, the Department of Homeland Security says you can be determined to be a domestic terrorist. So you, mom and dad, go to the school board and raise your voice above a whisper or or question them on the mask mandates, which a lot of those are going away. Thank God. You're a domestic terrorist. You could be drug out by the sheriff's deputies. We've seen it happen, those of us who watch the news. We've seen men bloodied, beaten, and thrown to the ground and drug out of school board meetings. School boards that are run by liberals and probably Marxists because most of the liberals today, that's exactly what they are. They've lost their freaking minds. You're a domestic terrorist. That's the new thing. You know, you're going to be labeled as a domestic terrorist. Now, let's talk about this Ukrainian war because I have to. If you're going to try to be relevant today, how do you not? And I got, I've got a couple of clips, newsy-type things that I pulled, and... Uh, one of them's maybe a bit longer. We're going to parse it out as we go. It's from Glenn Beck. The other one goes pretty quickly, if I if I got it. Uh, we will find it. Yeah, here it is. Um, let's do this one first. Let's do this one first. This is the Biden... State of the Union speech that I said I did not watch, and I did not. But there were good people out there that watched it for us, so we don't have to. Uh, and I use this because, A, they make me laugh because they're so true, and, B, these are people that are down under in Australia that have a real, they got skin in the game. China's at their back door, and they've been threatened by them as well let's go ahead and hear what sky news australia has to say about biden's speech okay otis get it going buddy we're having a technical difficulty the this, free world there we go is threatened by russia by china too and is crying out for a strong leader a Churchill, a, a Thatcher, a Reagan, an Eisenhower, someone like that. But today, US President Joe Biden stepped up for his big moment, the annual State of the Union address, in front of all the politicians, all the Supreme Court judges, all his top military, the might of America. And dear God. Now, it's true, I don't like Biden, I don't trust him, I think he's weak, but the threats today are so great. Ukraine in particular, 
I really wanted him to succeed. We all need that. But instead of strength, we got the stumbles of a feeble man. And not just, you know, signs of decaying intellect, stumbles, silly ones like this. You can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. Even in the biggest moments, you know, that big rah-rah for the Ukrainians that we're desperate for. Biden even called them Iranians instead. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. I did like some of the sentiments, of course, like this. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Instead, he met with a wall of strength he never anticipated or imagined. He met the Ukrainian people. But what did Joe Biden today actually offer Ukraine on top of the sanctions so far? Very little. Yes, uh, United States airspace is now going to be closed to Russian planes and more oligarchs are going to be targeted. But none of that's going to stop Russia from smashing Kiev, killing its president, and then subjecting Ukraine to a rule by tyranny. There's no mention, for instance, of the agonising option of closing Ukrainian airspace, the US and NATO, which is the one thing that would help. It would save Ukraine from Russian bombing for a start and from it dropping paratroopers, as it's now doing around some cities. And Ukraine is begging for this. The president again today, give us, close this airspace, help us like that. Now, look, I get it. You know, people are suggesting this option far too lightly. So it's no big deal for the US and European allies to shoot down Russian jets themselves and very likely risk starting World War III with catastrophic losses. That's too easy to suggest. But we also have to debate, has World War III started already? If Putin takes Ukraine... Who's next? And look at China. If we let Putin take Ukraine, even at this great cost, will China think that's still a great green light for it to invade Taiwan? Who's going to stop China if it couldn't even stop Russia? In fact, a lot of Biden's speech today was him defending or pushing his stalled domestic politics. He's got so little done. It was another sign of weakness. And the response to that part of the speech was just lukewarm. And so at the very end, Joe Biden tried to amp up the energy, finish on a big high, by simply shouting like an angry man, a grab bag of slogans. So on this night, on our 245th year as a nation, I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union. And my report is this. The State of the Union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. We are stronger today. We are stronger today than we were a year ago. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Go get him.
go get him? Get who? Putin? I mean, that would be something. Look, maybe I'm too negative. So joining me is Sky News US correspondent Annalise Nielsen. That's enough of that. <clears throat> what God is he praying to? That's what you got to think of for, well, he's Catholic, so yeah, yeah, he's not a very good practicing one. He believes in killing babies and all the other things that we can go through. But I'm telling you something, when I hear these guys say, and they invoke the name of God, it's like they're using his name in vain. They don't believe in him. They never have, not as long as they've been in office anyway. I shouldn't say, I'm, I don't want to bear false witness on people. I really don't. But when you buy into the whole liberal uh, death cult that they are, don't talk to me about your God because mine is probably a completely different God altogether with a capital G. I would tell you to read Job chapter 12 and Job, I think it's Job chapter 26, Job talks about the God of heaven, and I did a, a a message on that here not long back. Let's talk a real quickly about this war in Ukraine. This Ukrainian conflict has actually been going on for eight years. Now, those of you that already know that, uh, I, I apologize for giving you information that you you already were aware of, but it's been going on for eight years. Banging back and forth. Now, it is definitely a bigger kettle of fish now that the, uh, the Russians have showed up. And uh, it's well worth keeping an eye on it's it's like this fella said are we already in world war three have we stepped across the gulf from smatterings of little saber rattling and tussle backs to a full-blown world war that will engulf the entire european uh continent it, it, have we gotten there yet? The no-fly zone is just easy words to throw out. All right, well, if you say we're not gonna, we're not gonna have we're at, we have a no-fly zone of uh, no Russian planes come over America, United States of America. If we go that far, and the Canadians and the Mexicans would do the same thing, uh, supposedly then we would have the right to do so. And that wouldn't invoke a war. And I'm sure, I'd like to think, we would be very uh, pragmatic, or that's not the right word. We'd be very careful. That's not a strong enough word, but very careful about who we'd shoot down. If it was an aeroflot, which is the, uh, Russian version of United or American Airlines fl flight flying over. We wouldn't just shoot it down because it could be civilians, but they shouldn't even be there. But, you know, you can fight or escort them back out to a place where they could land somewhere else. 
and most uh, wouldn't do that anyway. Russia wouldn't. Not, we're not. Well, we're not going to get our people blown out of the sky. I don't really think they want to get into a war uh, of that type where it ends up in nukes. But to have a no-fly zone over Ukraine just simply means that uh, whatever flies over Russian or anything, it gets knocked out of the sky by NATO. NATO calling a no-fly zone. And you know who's going to enforce it if they do. It's going to be the United States. It always is. They're going to say, well, we don't have enough gas. So this no-fly zone that they throw around and talk about is, it sounds like really good uh, um, things to do, but it's not in the full scope of it if we are going to get sucked into this thing. Now I'll tell you, this State of the Union, a lot of empty seats. I don't know if that's because they tested negative or positive or whatever, or people just didn't want to be there. I'm I'm sure it would be hard to sit there and have to listen to it and see the clapping seals that's, that sat behind him, Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi. You know, oh, so excited. Oh, what he said was so wonderful. And they, they know this guy's a boob. He's a loon. But yet, you know, oh, he's our president. And just smile down at him and, oh, you're so wonderful. He's Joe Biden's the man we need for this time. That's what Nancy Pelosi says. What an absolutely horrendous human being. We need to go into another long clip. I'm, I'm going to try to cut this one here and there, and we'll do some talking in between. Glenn Beck did a wonderful I think, and I, I kind of shortened this a little bit here and there, uh, did a wonderful thought-provoking idea, provoking uh, video about five things that don't make sense. <laughs> I started with the, the, this is funny. It's actually quite funny. Let's go ahead and let it roll. Okay, Otis, go ahead. Lindsey Graham stated that he believes Russia may be ready to level a Ukrainian city with a nuke and kill thousands of civilians to break their will and break our will. He's a moron. <laughs> Just had to, That's so funny because he is. You know, Tucker Carlson has tried over and over again to get Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina to come on his program so he can grill him and he Refuses to do. I don't have time, uh, Tucker. I can't do it. And in the same day, he'll be on with Sean Hannity. What's that tell you? It tells you that Hannity is a shill. He's he's a suit. I I, I I've watched him now and then. You know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. But. Uh, it, it's all, you know, the pen in the hand, tapping it and pointing it at people and and talking way more than he needs to. Let's go on. Fact number one that doesn't make sense. If you have something and you are really, truly trying to help America and help the little guy with gas prices, the last thing you do is open up the strategic oil reserve. 
the first thing you do is open up all of the pathways to pump more oil and refine more gas. The last thing you do is buy oil from Iran and Russia if they are your enemy. If they are your enemy. See, we seek the truth, folks. That's all I'm doing. I seek the truth, and and I think Glenn does too, Beck. And again, we're opinions hosts. We're we're guys with an opinion. I try to keep mine based more towards biblical stuff. But I like what he said there, and I even wrote that down. So I got to stop that right there. If they are your enemy, I, Iran. Now, I, I, to me, Russia and Iran are our enemy as well as China. They are our worst enemy, probably. But yet, in a war where we're sanctioning them and cutting off their bank accounts, as he'll talk about in a minute, better than I can, we're still buying their oil, a bunch of their oil, filling the pockets of the guy who's running the, the, the show over there, Putin. Now, a uh, little World War II trivia. When Germany started to kick off before we got involved... Henry Ford, which I don't like Fords, Henry Ford supplied trucks to both sides, the Germans and the Brits. Just a little something. What are we doing? We doing kind of the same thing here? Buying a bunch of oil to keep, we can pump it ourselves. Let's go on. If you think that it's, it's worthy of DEFCON 2, then you should probably make sure, since we don't have solar panel jets yet, that you have the fuel in country to be able to fight a war. So fuel makes no sense. DEFCON 2 simply means that the... uh Readiness and preparedness of our armed forces, usually the 18th Airborne Corps of the United States Marines, certain units are up and ready to go within, I think it's six hours, six hours. And then as you escalate that DEFCON level, uh, it gets sooner and sooner to down to like 15 minutes. The next thing that doesn't make sense, the SWIFT sanctions. First, we didn't do them. And the first thing you do after you cut their oil, which we still haven't done, is cut their banking system and you hurt them at the bank level. Now, that sounds great. However, I learned something new as soon as they did it. Then experts decide to say, oh, by the way, here's what happens when we do that, listen, shouldn't we have known that last week? Shouldn't some of these experts have been out last week and say, here's why we're not cutting Swift. Here's why we're not cutting them out of Swift. Swift, by the way, is the international banking system. So you can transfer large sums of money between banks. OK, you can't as a country do business if you can't communicate between banks. So they're out. So what does that mean? Well, Russia apparently has billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars in debt with 
banks all over the world. If they can't pay those loans, what happens? That hurts the banks on our side. So the banks have a shortage. The banks become unstable. After the Russian banks do, but the banks become unstable here. And I don't understand. I honestly, I, I'm trying. To, I've, <laughs> I've reached out to people who know these things. I still can't understand it yet, but I will hopefully by tomorrow and be able to explain it to you in a much better way. But they're also having to deal in U.S. dollars, and that's how they pay their loans, which makes a shortage of dollars for these banks in the West, which means the solution is for our Federal Reserve to print more U.S. dollars. And we're talking about trillions of dollars. Hmm. Now, how does that help us at home? It doesn't. So our gas is going up. And our dollar is being deflated even more. The Russian internet, I'm sorry, the Ukrainian. We'll get to that in a minute. So there you go. The way I look at this, it's, you know, we, we, we're, we're short-sighted on, on a lot of things here in the United States. It's what, how it affects us. And we need to, we, that's what we need. We, America first, right? We need to think about how these things can affect us because if we have to print trillions of greenbacks to fill in the void of these banks being destabilized because Russia can't pay their debt. They can't pay it, even if they wanted to, which they probably don't want to. But if they wanted to, they cannot because they can't transfer money from bank to bank. Say they owe us a certain amount of money, billions, trillions, billions, whatever. Well, we can't do anything, guys. You shut us out of this SWIFT deal or China or Europe or wherever, Israel, Saudi Arabia, whoever they owe money to, they can't pay it. So they just say, well, we ain't going to. Yes, it hurts them over there, like he said, first, and then it hits us. This is not just us, though. This thing could destabilize the entire world banking and uh, economic systems. Isn't that what Klaus Schwab said? You know, COVID is something that we use for now, and it's the world's never going back to normal. He's the guy that runs the World Economic Forum. I'm telling you, they are looking for a way to drag us into a one-world currency somehow. Let's go a little bit further with Glenn as he speaks about the Internet. Internet is... Russian companies. Now, why wouldn't these Russian companies be told by Vladimir Putin, please don't let anybody communicate and organize online. Don't let anyone uh, start putting out propaganda of how well they're doing. For God's sake, shut the Internet off before you get Zelenko 
looking like a world hero. Zelensky. Or Zelensky. Mm -hmm. Looking like a world hero. If I'm Putin, I'm probably throwing those people out of windows, I don't know, by Saturday. Why? Why didn't they go in with the jammers? Are the E-4s the jammers? E-4s, it's a mobile command and control post. In a plane. Yes. Right? Okay, yeah. So they can... They can jam everything and make sure our communications are up, I believe. Anyway, doesn't matter. What matters is we shut countries down when we go in. It's the first thing we do. Why didn't he do that? Why are we still seeing all of these stirring pictures? It doesn't work to his advantage. It only strengthens the Ukrainians and strengthens the world's resolve against Putin. Am I right? We were told there was going to be all the cyber attacks and all these things leading up to it, which he can shut that down immediately. Uh, wasn't there something that Elon Musk and his satellites are providing yes, some Internet? There, but that's so still yesterday, there was some problems with their Internet, some problems with one of their Internet providers, as I understand it. Uh, and so th- they needed some backup. So Elon Musk sent his technology over to them, which doesn't require Internet. It's all on satellite. It's great technology, yada, yada, yada. And I'm glad he did it. But he should have been asked to do that on day one, not over the weekend. Again, more things that don't add up. And I don't know what they add up to, but something isn't right. These things all make sense. Why are we buying Russian gas and still footing the bill for the war? Why are we... uh, you know, why didn't Putin go in and shut down the Internet? He could have shut down electricity and everything. We have done that in the past. Iran uh, and other places knock them out so they can't communicate. But there's a reason, and I don't know what it is. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, and I'm not going to use rhetoric. I'm not going to use uh, as a new word that everybody likes, hyperbole or, or, or rumor. I don't want to start those kind of things because that that moves towards confusion, and we are trying to move towards removing confusion. But everything about this is confusing. This should have been done. That way we wouldn't be seeing mothers with babies cowering in um, uh, underground bunkers and subway stations. Now, I'm glad we do because we need to remember the human element here. But is that human element being seen so that they can drag more of us into the fight? Because we don't stand very well, usually. We don't stand very well in the West to disallow people like uh, the Russians to steamroll over top of the civilians and kill innocent women, children, and even even men. You know, there's there's a lot of lot of stuff that's rolling out of there uh i saw this my wife and i watched a video over and over again a plate of a of a a large um, artillery tracked vehicle smashing to bits a car just swerved right toward it ran it over uh 
And, oh, look at that. I'm like, man, what them Russians are pretty rugged. Come to find out, there's no telling who it was. But a lot are being said that it was actually a Ukrainian tracked vehicle that ran over this Ukrainian motorist. They dig, they dug the guy out of his car. I guess he lived through it. it flattened it like a pancake. Can you imagine a tank running over a, a, you know, a car. I don't care how good the car is. But was it a Russian? Because it was. It happened in Kiev or Kiev, as they say it. I've been, you know, we, we've been eating chicken Kiev forever. Also, now I guess I got to start calling it chicken Kiev. But let me, they, this happened in one of the suburbs or whatever of Kiev, Kiev, and the Russians supposedly aren't even there yet. Something to think about. Something to think about. So what, what, what the truth that's coming to us, is it all true? And why is it coming to us? Why, why didn't Vlad shut down all that? Is he being guided by some force out there to make him, you know, he's, okay, I drew the short straw. Now I have to be the bad guy. Or is, you know, he's just, you know, not thinking out clearly and allowing himself and his nation, Russia, to be further castigated down the, the levels of, you know, world geopolitics and they're not very high up there anyway but for a long time they've been kind of you know staying in the background not really doing much you know they've been popping off stuff down there in crimea and uh belarus and other places a little bits and pieces fighting in uh, in, in ukraine for eight years but i'm with beck it doesn't make sense a lot of these things just don't add up in the long run, I would, you know, you don't want people to see all this tragedy so that they can turn around and say, oh man, we need to whack these Russians. Let's see how Beck wraps up here. Other things that don't make sense to me. First of all, Zelenko was not known mainly to the world, not known to people like you know, my wife, who doesn't pay attention yeah, to all of this to, stuff. To the point that people keep calling him Zelenko on national yeah, radio. I know, I know. You know? Sorry, that's sorry. the That's one of the craziest parts. Sorry. Zelensky. Zelensky, sorry. I, There's just too many I've Russian down. Yeah, I know. There is a Ukrainian Zelenko. Name. It's not mm-hmm. Zelensky. Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, so... So Zelensky's not not known to the average person a week ago. The only thing people they may have known him from some of the Trump back yeah, and forth, that's it. and maybe that's that it. he was a comedian or a, an actor that played Correct. the president on uh, in, on, ten, on TV, I believe, yes. right, and then was elected president. Okay, so he's not known now. He's known as a hero. In mm. fact, he's known by the average American now, and is kind of in the position if you kill him. It's almost like killing the Archduke Ferdinand. Remember what happened with the Archduke Ferdinand? Something else doesn't make sense. Why are all the anti-war left people all of a sudden so pro-war? Have you noticed that? All the people who won't defend our borders are demanding that we defend the borders of Ukraine. 
all the people who are against the Second Amendment are all saying, hey, look how great this is. They're handing guns to all of their citizens. Uh, All those who, you know, said the truckers should all go to jail are now saying these anti-war people in Russia, they shouldn't be prosecuted. We should go help them. What what is what's what's happened here? What exactly is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. I said it before. There are the people who are saying these things. Now, what 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 Beck was talking about was over in Russia. They're having anti-war demonstrations, and they show it. Uh, of the the Russian police and probably military, and who knows who else scooping these people. I heard like six thousand of them scooped them up and took them away. You don't get to do those things in Russia. But all of a sudden, it, it, what were they doing? How can they do that? Those people need to be released. We still have people locked up in this country from January 6th of 2020 for doing the same thing. Now, yes, they should have never breached the Capitol. But I ask you to watch those videos of the people who walked in and they're walking between what they call those, the truncheons or champ truncheons or the, the little rope deals right through the rotunda. And they stayed within the ropes. But, you know, they made it sound like these guys were killing and murdering and slashing. And the only people that got killed, well, it was only a person, was a five foot two girl that was a mother of two, I believe. That was an, a U.S. or uh, Air Force, U.S. Air Force veteran. She was killed, shot by a shot by a Capitol police officer who who got no repercussions for it. Uh, didn't get put on trial. Didn't didn't get anything like the guys up in Minnesota did. Now, should they have went to trial? Yeah, they probably should have. But did they actually kill George Floyd? I'll say with an resounding no. They did not. He died of a fentanyl overdose, which they refused to report. I mean, it's out there. But does that get talked about? Nah, not good. Not good. I want to draw us down to the end here with some things. Uh, One of those things, puking point, I call it, of the mainstream media, and I watched Fox where I saw a guy come on. First of all, let me explain. There's there's this uh, phrase that's being tossed around called escalate to de-escalate. Escalate to de-escalate. They're saying that's what Putin's using by saying we're going to put everybody on high nuclear uh, uh, status alert. So he's escalating to get Ukrainians to de-escalate their forces in NATO to settle down or he's going to pop nukes at them, right? Now, there was a, a CIA or former CIA analyst who was you know pretty much involved in the Russian theater who was on a Fox show. I wish I had this. I, I wish I had the clip. I don't. Sorry. But his basic thing was, he says, this escalate to de-escalate doesn't appear in Russia's idea of how to wage war. It's an American intel 
invention that comes from a C and that comes from a CIA analyst with background in Russian analytics. Uh, and even though he reported this on Fox to a Fox host, the Fox host in the same breath, as soon as he was done and this guy seemed credible. I mean, I wish I, 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 I dug and I can't find him, but even though he reported this, the Fox host then brought on, Oh, I, I don't know. I remember it was a Senator or somebody that rebuked, the escalate to de-escalate narrative and then just repuked it. That Putin's escalating to de-escalate. And we're not falling for it. You know, we need to we need to put our nukes on high alert or whatever. You know, these people are crazy. Lindsey Graham is a moron who is <laughs> why do people listen to these guys? You know, Putin's gonna go in and he can nuke one of those Ukrainian cities. He could, but will he? I doubt. Uh, something to think about, too. China China pledges unconditionally not to use or threaten to use nuclear weapons against the nuclear-free Ukraine, and China further pledges to provide Ukraine a nuclear security, a nuclear security guarantee where Ukraine... When, when Ukraine encounters an invasion involving nuclear weapons, Ukraine is under threat of a nuclear invasion, a joint statement on this pact said. So basically, I, I, I think I, I, I really hobbled that pretty badly. Basically, China has a pledge, a, an agreement with Ukraine that if they were to be put under any kind of a nuclear threat, China has to give them an umbrella of protection. We have China and Russia who are connected at the hip for the most part. They have ideologies that are very similar. And uh, in a long roundabout way, uh, the Russian mindset works a lot like the Asian mindset, and that's something you can check into on your own. But China has said that, you know, they would give, uh, in the past, they said they'd give Ukraine some nuclear umbrella type. They'd protect them if they were to be threatened with nukes. Are they going to? Now that the nuclear option's been thrown out by Putin. Who knows? I'll say this is a very confusing, a very hard-to-follow type of thing. Beck used something in there. He's talking about Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. They've made this guy into this hero, and he is, to a certain degree, he didn't leave Ukraine as far as we know, like some of these puppets have done in the past in places like, oh, I don't know, Afghanistan, where they take off with a, limousine full of dollar bills, billions of them, and load them on a plane, zip, gone. Go live the good life somewhere while their own country crashes and burns. Or like ours would do, they'd all go into their little mole holes underneath the uh, West Virginia mountains and live out their days while we get zapped to death. But Zelensky has stayed the course. He's He says, I'm going to fight. I'm going to stand with my people, and I hope that's what he's doing. Because you know, there's so much stuff that could be 
faked out there these days. But, uh, you know, he was an actor, but he ain't no Ronald Reagan. He's not. Uh, World War II was brought up in that uh, when Beck said, you know, do you remember Archduke Ferdinand? Archduke Ferdinand was supposedly assassinated by the Nazis, I believe. And in that, it brought the Brits full on into the war. If Zelensky ends up being crushed and assassinated by Russian soldiers or captured and whatever they do to him, what is that going to do? This guy has become a national hero to his people and to the world. He would be a martyr of martyrs, and we would, I, I just, I fear in a way that we'd be flying right into World War Three. I think it's already started in, in some degrees, and so do a lot of other people that are more keyed into geopolitics than I am. But as I said earlier, my friend Mike and I have chatted a bit before I even came up here, and, and you know, he said the same thing I say. You know, he's just praying for, you know, what's the deal here? What's the truth, you know? And he, he got pretty much, you know, when I say I get an answer from God, you know, it's it's not like a booming voice from out of the darkness. It, I usually am doing that at dark of night. But uh, it's it's just an understanding that you get with God after you've walked with him for a while. You get the understanding, folks, that sometimes Psalm 46 tells it best of all i think be still psalm 46 verse 10 be still and know that i am god capital g i will be exalted among the heathen and i will be exalted in the earth the lord of hosts is with us the god of jacob is our refuge selah which means rest so God's telling us, be still. He's telling me that as far as this thing goes. I get wound up. Me and the wife will be watching some of this stuff, and I get a little cranky or cranked up maybe is a better word. And, you know, here's the thing. Those of us who know the Lord, that's what we need to do is be still and know that he is God. He will be exalted. And you know what? He'll lift up leaders at one point or another that we can we can see that it is the hand of God who's raised them up and not some heathen nation that set them on this plateau. So with that, I think we better just call it a day, folks. Know this, though. The times, they are a-changing, and they have been a-changing, as Bob Dylan wrote many, many years ago, 50 or 60 now. They're changing. They're changing fast. Grab a hold and get on board with the Lord. Don't wait. 
don't sit there and say, well, you know, I'll make a decision later. Make it today and stick with it. Tom Richardson, removing confusion March the 2th, 2022. Till next time. God bless you and goodbye.